This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. First and foremost, this is the last episode of 2022. We're ending on episode 550. It's a good one. And thank you so much for the support this year. It's been an incredible year. It truly has. Um, I went full-time this year, and God, it flew. Yeah, been a wild ride. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for the support. It's truly been unreal. We did way more downloads this year than we have in the past, set a bunch of records, met some new people. Thankful for you guys just all around. I don't really know how else without sounding um like a bitch to really thank you guys more than i am right now like it really means more than than you guys could ever realize yeah. all the messages all the likes the comments on any post the feedback the emails the hunt camps the everything coming to the shoot all of it has been so incredible we're so thankful for you guys and uh just even people keeping us updated on their season and stuff yeah. it's been amazing and we're very thankful to be in the position that we're in um and have the opportunities that we have through the growth of the show and the support of you guys tuning in to us every week. So shout out to you guys from the whole WC, WCB crew. We really appreciate you. We do. We do appreciate you. Uh, moving on, just doing the intros, um, it's myself, Kurt, here. Doug's coughing. Doug, yeah. Doug's here. And then just sitting in for shits and gigs that are here while we're doing this, Jacob Johnson from the Victory Drive podcast coming soon. Hey, let's start the new year off strong, right? Pow, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Guns are blazing. That's right. And then Lee, the cult leader's in here just because he always just kind of ends up around. What's up, guys? <laughs> um, You invited me over here to act like we, I just We love up. Lee. Big things coming from the cult mm-hmm. this year? Yeah. <laughs> Vinny. Uh, not that I can think of. Okay. Maybe some secrets. Maybe some serum. Oh, maybe some sex. Some serum. Okay, serum. Some sex serum. Scrapes. Scrapes. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's what the girls um, call it. Heads up. This podcast is a little wild and a lot of fun. We knowingly are kind of just like talking shit in a fun way. Mm-hmm. We're we're kind of just cutting back and forth like you would in hunting camp. And, and we talk a lot about mobile hunting. And I like on the spot made up three categories of mobile hunter. And it's pretty fun. We get in some... 
uh, wild conversation. Frank is such a good dude. Uh, Joe and some of the big time guys were sitting on this one. It was great, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nick was in. Uh, we were having a good time, man. It was all around fun. So it's a perfect episode to close out the year. Um, please give us a like, a rating, a share. Invite your friends to like the show. Share the Spotify. Do your thing. Um, you can find us on the Waypoint Network now. Mm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, a lot, a lot changing. Mm-hmm. Um, we do want to maybe last episode of the year. We're just going to do a thank you to our partners um, yeah. and shout out to all of them. You know, we, we have. You know, we do ads on the show. We're cranking out free content. We got to continue doing what we do, and we'll have mid roll on here as well. But you know, Elite Archery has been a partner of ours for a long time. We're very thankful for them. Um, that code for the bows is no longer active. We're gonna get some updates for you on there where we can try and save you guys some coin if you buy really any outdoor group products. But uh, the Omnia is out. The new Era is out. That caused a pretty good buzz in the bow mm-hmm. world. Um, so check them out. Um, Big Time, we have a podcast dropping next week with Big Time. That's a lot of fun. Oh, Some new too. products drop. It's it's the same crew from tonight's podcast. We're just more drunk. <laughs> and uh, so things get a little even more fun on that one. So uh, big shout to Big Time. The code WCB2023, that code is active. Um, so just start using that um, and start thinking about your frost seeding. Also, shout out to Huntworth. We have a code Hunt through Huntworth WCB fifteen and Austin just killed a buck in like negative thirty three degree temps wearing Huntworth. If you need more proof that Huntworth is legit, mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. That's your problem. Um, but I really Huntworth is a shit, dude. Yeah, I, I started. I never wore my camo. Side thought: I never wear my hunting camo as daily camo. Do you do it? No, I don't ever. And I'm like, why don't I? Like I'm tagged out. And I was talking to Karen from Huntworth, and I had a jacket on. I'm like, I don't know. I don't wear my tarn anymore. So I got my heat boost jacket in the truck, and I've been wearing it over like my hoodie. You'd be the vest guy. I do an off season, mm-hmm. never, oh, never during is, the season. The vest is the move. But I just grab my my jacket, yeah. and it like I get hot wearing it. It's thirty percent mm-hmm. warmer. What's up? But check them out, nice. Huntworth. Huntworth. We're so thankful really for nice. that partnership. They've been so great to us. Um, Scent Crusher has been a partner of ours since. Oh shit! I don't know. Twenty seventeen, for sure. Maybe, maybe sooner. Maybe longer. Um, they've been longer great. Than Doug. Old barn tax yeah, has been amazing. <laughs> yeah, they have been. Yeah, actually, yeah, it'd be fun to like break down what partners have been around longer than Doug. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah, look how many more we have now that I'm here. Okay, okay, that's true. Get yeah. saved. Click on your feet. <laughs> yeah. good. Hey, hey, that's good. Hey, you're the reason, right? <laughs> Get hot. <laughs> Take your hunt worth off. <laughs> um, shout out to Old Barn Taxidermy, Sam, and the whole crew. Uh, not only the sweetest people, they're just they're like family, man. Yeah. And speaking of that, our South African Hunting Clinic, January seventh. In uh, West Point, Iowa. Be there. Come out. Mm-hmm. Hang out. It's free. Um, it's free. There'll be beer there. Come hang out with us. Let's talk hunting. Actually, let's go on a hunt. Come to Africa with us <laughs> oh, in yeah, 2024. I'll be there. Jacob will be there. I'll be there. Me and uh, Ashley will actually be there. Cool. So, she went too. So be great. I'll say she wearing sandals. Yeah. Look at her toes. It's in January, so probably Get not. A show there. <laughs> Come see a freak of nature. Yeah. Book a hunt to Africa. <laughs> oh, no, they got to be in Africa soon. Yeah, yeah. Not even then. They're mine. Those are mine. Shout out to Loopold Optics, man. Um, God, that's a, such a great. These are all great partners, and we're just so thankful for all of them. Loopold Optics, Trophy Line, Code WCB, there, Spy Point Trail Cameras, mm-hmm. Camo Fire, 
Dialed Archery, new on the board late this year. Um, that We have coming a podcast coming soon with Dialed. Um, our boy Scott Bakken, that's his venture, and he's absolutely killing it. We're so proud of him. Of course, Novix Tree Stands, uh, what this entire podcast is about. Thermoseat's been a partner a long time. Victory Archery, Grizzly Coolers, Drinkware, Hunting Blinds, Slick Trick Broadheads, Pull Back and Let Go, Combination Creative. Uh, you know, we don't talk about all these partners on every episode the way we have it structured, mm-hmm. but they're still a part of the WCB family, and we're just so damn thankful for every yeah. single one of them. They make this possible. They make this show a thing that we can bring to you guys every week. They're all awesome. They are all awesome. And you guys got to remember, too, I know some people probably get annoyed at their ads and, and promotion to some of these companies, but... Come on, you know, man. I guess, I guess from my perspective, and, and this kind of goes back to the pullback and let go episode last week, without a lot of these companies and, and a lot of the, like the hustle that they allow us to do in different opportunities, this isn't like a corporate job. Like when I worked at John Deere, if I just wanted to slack off for a day, that job's still there. Mm-hmm. So... You got to grind every single day. Yeah, like we're here every day putting in work, just doing extra shit too, especially with the families and stuff like that to make this um, a reality. And you guys are a part of that as well. So enough of the sappy sappiness. And they're high quality companies. You know, oh, they're companies we'd we'd be using shit from them. You're not. You're not just. You're not just getting these companies in that are unvetted. They're vetted companies. (laughs) Good people. Right. Good products. Great people. Everything's good. I'm not gonna like name names because it's mean, but like if I just if we just wanted sponsors have sponsors, we'd have some off the wall sponsors. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Good. But all I'm saying is Blue Chew wants to sponsor us. Oh, but, you know, I'm but that would make done. sense though. I, How many yeah. working class guys you know that don't have properly working wieners? Yeah, hey, even if you do, probably a few. It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got your back. We got your back. You can be closet blue chew eaters. Doug's got your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, give a veteran shout out. Last veteran shout out of 2022. Gosh, where would it go? This one's submitted by Robbie Newey, and the veteran is Sergeant Barham. It's in the Army. It says, my brother Cody has to be one of the baddest motherfuckers I've ever met. He served from 2005 to 2010. He was stationed in Fort Lewis, Washington, Velsec, Germany, and his MOS was 11 Bravo. During his time serving, he spent 18 months, 18 months straight in Iraq and in cities including Baghdad. Yep, Baghdad. And Sardar City. Sadr. Sadr City. Mm-hmm. And what was the last one? Mosul. Mosul. Yeah. Says here uh, for hunting archery experiences, Cody and I did a lot of rifle hunting, mostly for pigs in Northern California. Now we both bow hunt for antelope, mule deer, and elk. I live in the Northern Nevada, and now he lives in Wyoming. We haven't been able to hunt together in quite a while. Hopefully, we can get a moose hunt in Wyoming in the near future. Very cool. So uh, thanks for sending that, Robbie, and thank you for your service. Awesome, Cody. Yeah, thanks for your service, man. And thanks, Cody, infantryman, very nice, very cool. You were in the army as well. Yeah, you were in the army for ten years. Almost nine years, eleven months. That's a holiday. That's ten yeah. years. I always, I always said if I made it to ten, I'd stay in for twenty. So I got out at nine years, eleven months. Oh, yeah. nice! <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to you for being yeah. here to help him limp through that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the city names. Is, is Victory Drive going to do a veteran shout out? You think as you get moving in, once you get some sure behind? Yeah, you? yeah. People want to send them in. I'll read them off. We can set you know, them. Read them correctly. Yeah, I can say if they. I can vet them. 
probably better <laughs> make sure there weren't just fobbits hanging out on the base. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, no well, idea what the, some of that terminology means. Yeah. But he just explained that, that can't be good. We can set a form up on there if we yeah, want to. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd definitely do that. That'd be awesome. Cool. Well, guys, that's really it. Um, enjoy this episode. It's a lot of fun. I think you'll like it. Um, if you don't believe in the people behind Novix after this one, it was just Frank alone. A bunch of the other guys are supposed to come. I think Frank says this on the yeah, show. Got sick. A lot of them are sick. That's going around. So uh, next time we'll get some of the boys, um, so some other, uh, you know, beautiful faces from Novix that haven't been on yet. will be on the show. Anyway, thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Happy, happy new year. Happy new year. Best of deer hunting seasons and every other hunting season of 2023 to you. The luck of the podcast is with you. Enjoy it and uh, be safe this weekend, guys. I'm Chase Rolfson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working class boat hunter podcast. It is episode actually it's episode five hundred and fifty, I think. That's a milestone. Halfway to six hundred. That's a what are we gonna do for six hundred? Ooh, Doug's gonna eat the chip. <laughs> we ain't waiting that long. Damn. <laughs> Another 50 episodes. <laughs> Drink it out. Kurt, Kurt Geyer speaking. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. Then we have a round table of guests, and we're going to have some fun tonight in general. There's going to be a couple podcasts recorded. Frank from Novix is in, in-house again. Yeah, what up, people? You're a uh, you're becoming a podcast favorite, mm-hmm. so you know. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> and then we have some add-ons. Talking into the same mic, and I'm going to let their sweet voices introduce themselves so you can actually tell them apart. My name is Joe Humphreys. My name is Nick Ingles. They lean back. Is that the deal? They lean back. Hey, I, Joe, you've been on the podcast a lot. You've never been on a podcast, have you? Me? No. Yeah. No. First well, timer. Welcome. Welcome to our studio. I dig it. I can't remember if you've ever been on a mobile one. No. I thought you were on Get, one. Lean into that mic you when you talk. Awesome. No. No, I, I was... I was going to come over the night you guys ate the coyote, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to howl at the moon that night. At the, yeah, at the Illinois mm-hmm. Classic. That was we, delicious, by the we, way. We ate coyote with Hunt Chef, which is cool. We're cool. Uh, so this podcast, well, first of all, we got to talk about something that Novix has that I think is badass, and there's a really big giveaway going on, and it's not really a, it's a giveaway, but it's more of like a... Uh, Giving to someone in need or a nomination instead of a giveaway. Is that right? The right way to say it, probably. Yeah, it's it's uh what I have is a it's a community called a community giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's you know going through a hard time. Um, all you do is you have um, an individual go to our webpage, 
and register and write a small brief story about somebody that you know that may have, say, gone through a fire, got fired from their job, um, somebody that just right now is going through a hard time and really can't afford and is in really dire need of, um, you know, wanting to have certain products. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our company, uh, Novix Outdoors, is trying to provide that for, you know, the consumer base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NovixOutdoors.com. And then there's a bunch of prizes, but there's basically two ultimate packages, a rifle package and an archery package, right. uh, which is awesome. And all include, you know, a rifle, like, you know, a Browning X-Bolt 28 Nosler. Right. Badass rifle. Bad, yes. Um, included with, you know, a Novix Echo Hunt Ready System and apparel package. And, you know, and so does the archery package as well and everything else in between. You need to really be effective and go hunting. Right. Um, and both packages come, you know, you're looking at about a $5,300 um, package. Yeah. Uh, there'll be uh, two winners, well, you know, one for the actual gun package and one actually for the archery package. Yeah. So awesome, man. Yeah, and I messed up when I, I read it on last week's podcast. I said four prizes, and there's two big prizes. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So NovixOutdoors.com, go and then basically enter someone in, in need or someone you think that needs one of the packages. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's cool. Yeah, bitching. So that's, that's pretty awesome of you guys to do that. So. Yeah, we're pretty excited, man, you know, just to be able to give, to show, you know, that we do appreciate um, you know, our, our valued customers mm-hmm. and um, being able to, you know, give back to the community and give back to, you know, the outdoor industry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, Novix is, in our eyes, the leader in mobile hunting tree stands. And we've had you guys on a couple times this year, and we've had a lot of fun with you guys at the shows. But one thing we have to look forward to this show season, people, if you can find us at a show, you're going to find Novix at the show. Doggone right. And, and then more than likely, you're going to find Big Time at that show. Doggone right. So sure. We're kind of creating a... Block no, party. A block party is the better word block that party. I was going to use. great name. I was oh. going to say working class alley. Oh, I like that, too. Party alley. After hours alley. Sounds good. That's man. fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Come on and have some good times with your boys. It's your boys. It's all of us. Doug the alley cat. That's kind of a cool, yeah, you got old Doug in there just purring at all the ladies. <laughs> just purring. Coming down the line. Don't bring your girlfriends down working class alley. No, Doug will try to steal them. Doug will be sniffing on them. <laughs> the old Tomcat. No, no, no. The old Tomcat. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. Let's get. We're going through some announcements. Unless you don't buy stuff. We're just talking about things right now. So we got the trade show thing. There's a new series on our YouTube. Yep. So Called... Uh, I don't even know the name of it now. <laughs> Small bucks, big questions. <laughs> yeah. Steve's got all messed up. He does. Uh, <laughs> he said it wrong at first. Eric's episode is out right now. It's launched. Doug's is coming, and then mine will be after that, and then we got to get a few more. Who's going to be the next candidate? Like, I think Joe or Frank needs to be on next. We'll see. I just want to see how long it takes Frank to punch Steve in the face. Because you don't know Steve at no. all. Uh-uh. We almost shouldn't interview. Like, uh, we almost shouldn't have him talk at all until they do the. Oh yeah, that'd be, yeah. It'd be great. That would be funny. That would be funny. Okay, we'll do that. Well, yeah, I almost thought about having him come tonight to do it, but I didn't want to ruin the mood. You know, just don't show any more of the videos. That way, he doesn't get. There's it. only two oh, done. Yeah, so. yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll do that. But but no, man. Let's talk Novix a little bit because I think you guys probably had a killer year. Yeah, this has been a, a, a banner year for us. Um, with you know, the, we've had multiple sales this year. Um, we had a, a Christmas sale that uh, did really really well. Um, we were just excited to be able to you know give a different price for our consumer base mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, you always hear a lot of people talk about how expensive, um, you know, our product is. and But they don't, you know, they're starting to understand that our prices, you know, when you pay that, it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a lifetime warranty on all of our castings. So if anything happens to your stand, whether it's chipped or it just happens to crack, there's a crack in it. Mm-hmm. All you do is call, you know, call our office. Only thing we require is a, um, a picture. You know, just so our you know our engineers can look at it, uh, and we can store that, and then hell, we'll send you a, a brand new stand right out. Right there says so, a lot. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know, our stuff is American made, and you know, we just appreciate people you know supporting us. We're a small, small, small town community. Yeah, uh, Brimfield, Illinois, which is five miles west of Peoria. Mm-hmm. We always say Peoria because people recognize that name. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, all the employees from you know at our company are pretty much local you know local people. Mm-hmm. So you're you know you're supporting American and you're supporting yeah. your local um, townspeople, mm-hmm. which you know means a lot to us. You know, For especially sure. in a in a, a state you know in the world right now. So you know we're just grateful, and that's why we want to continue giving you know our consumer base <clears throat> opportunities. You know, to be able to purchase, you know, our products mm-hmm. for sure. That's what I think is is awesome about it. And when we get a lot of conversations get brought up about tree stands and what mobile setups everybody running for a stand and sticks and and how they use it. And I always see people bringing up like very foreign companies to just be blanketed and vague about it. Mm-hmm. And I just know like the longevity of it isn't there. And the feel good of it isn't there. Like, there's something about looking down and seeing Made in USA on your platform. Oh no, when you're no 25 doubt. foot up in a tree, no doubt. It's like you get something, you get some painted metal stands or some expanded metal stuff, and you're starting to question the longevity of it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you fall and you're done, mm-hmm. oh, that's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. Yeah, wrap. <laughs> hey, yeah. should have bought a Novix, you know? Right. Yeah, Doug. exactly. And <laughs> the me. thing, like with our stands now, we have this new frost coating on it, so yeah, it gives it's... extra texture. And so when you're hanging that stand, you're able to feel the grip, you know, when you're actually hanging the stand. Yeah. So you know, you, you feel confident and comfortable, you know, putting that thing up. So whether it's you know 15 feet, 25 feet, for sure, that is a big deal. So hear that, everybody. Don't wrap wrap fucking paracord. Around your goddamn stands. You look like a dork. <laughs> Nerd. What are we doing? It's fucking arts and crafts. We're trying to kill deer. So take that paracord, shove it up your ass. <laughs> it's actually their pull rope. Yeah, use it to pull your bow up in the tree and not no, to use it as texture. <laughs> Just in they got to undo it and redo it every Just time. in case they get hypothermia and got to windle a knife out of a stick to kill a muskrat. I don't know what the fuck they do. I just, <laughs> I just, we can get into that here if we want, but we should get into that this episode because I, I got some ranting to do, I think. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> I act like you don't love it. <laughs> but, you know, get good tools 
for the job. All right, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask this last time you guys were in the studio, but we're here at the end of the year, coming into the beginning of the year in real podcast land, episode launch time. Well, what's a better seller? Is it the Echo or the Hilo? And the Echo is a little larger platform for people who are unfamiliar. Right. Well, it, it's really hard to say um, because the consumer base, you know, we we reach out to all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older generation prefers the Echo, which is a larger platform, just due, you know, to their mobility being up in the stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you have, you know, more foot room. Um, for the younger generation, though, it does seem the actual Hilo, which is our smaller stand, which is used for the run and gun style. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be really popular for that generation. I love that So, thing. you know, we're, we're covering, we're able to cover a multitude of generations. And you're doing it with you know, with two, two platforms. Two platforms right now. Got it all covered. That's impressive. That's very yeah, very 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 impressive, man. Well, uh, what I like about the Hilo, I like them both. I killed my uh second buck out of an Echo. Um but hunted a lot out of the Hilo this year. But I noticed like the the platform is smaller on the Hilo, but I tipped that seat up a little bit cuz yep. you can adjust your seat pitch. And it it changes the whole feel for it for me. Oh, 100%. Rather than having it like perfectly level, if your platform is just about perfectly level, I'll pitch that seat up just a bit, and I feel like it just increases the comfort level. And a lot of people don't even know that you can do that. So I you can was, adjust the seat. I hung one of the helos. I did a preset helo for one of my setups, and Lee was with me, my, our buddy Lee Herr, the cult leader. Um, he watched me set it up, and I leveled out the platform. And I, he's down on the ground watching me. He goes, no shit. <laughs> you level out the seat, you mean? No, the platform. Oh, yeah. Because there's the notches, yeah. you know? And I look down, I'm like, what? He goes, I didn't know you could do that with those. Yeah. It's got four slots. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, four adjustable slots on it. You didn't know you could do that? Dude, I've just been using the cheap shit from Menards. <laughs> so he did go buy one. Oh, excellent. And he used excellent. our code. Excellent. Okay. So I'm like, wait, what? I got, he, I, he would think I was like, Starting my own cult. And it makes a world of difference. I mean, if you go down one notch or go up a notch and then adjust that seat just perfect, I mean. If you've used cheap stuff your whole life, you don't really think that you need it. But then when you get one and you can level out the platform and the seat, like it's, it makes a a big changer. Yeah, you're in a big dog from Menard. Big dog, the beagle. (laughs) You're in a beagle. (laughs) Dude, I I bought a lot of those in my day. Oh, I've got, I've still got 20 of them up. I still use some of them. Yeah. Just keep putting ratchet straps around them every Every year, yeah, I think they're pretty much grown into the tree by like now. Your cables go. Oh yeah, that's what scares me the most about those cheap stands is like the cables. Doug has one of those big dogs, and I I bet you how many rat straps are on that thing? Thirty. They <laughs> <laughs> don't even need them anymore. The tree ate it. <laughs> the tree ate the stand. They don't even need it. Yeah. Well, your cables go bad with us. All you do is call us, and we've got the cables. You know, for replacing. Dude, I hunted the with cable a kid. guy. The cable guy, bro. The cable guy. I hunted with a kid. I pulled his. I actually. This is a true story, and I'm not. Fu- you're gonna think I make this up for the podcast. You're making it I'm up. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. So it's actually the echo I killed my buck out of this year. Before I killed it, I had it in a different tree on this property, and I pulled down a uh, big dog or big game or whatever they were, and I get up there to pull his stand to hang the echo in it, and I put a lifeline in it and all the the you know the safe shit. Yep. Because he's just kind of like winging it. I get up there. His stand has one cable on it. <laughs> and I pulled it out and dropped it. I'm like, hey, dude, you know that had one cable on it? 
yeah, I know. I've been hunting out of that for a couple of years like that. Oh I my figured gosh. it was okay. It's easier. I took it off because it's easier to get in the stand. What? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you've been hunting out of that stand with one cable, like, knowingly? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was, it's been fine. I... Ay, ay, ay. I'm like, Jeez. dude, you have a death wish. This doesn't wear harnesses. Oh, my gosh. So now I have a lifeline in every stand on that property. I'm like, dude, if you're hunting there, use the lifeline. No, death. bro. Or at least use a harness, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was hunting out of it with one cable wow. on that cheap, Shit. like, expanded metal stand. Doug, I bet after you fall out of a tree, you probably wouldn't do something like that again, would you? I wouldn't think about it. <laughs> I wouldn't think about it. But I was just curious, you know, what? what's the better seller because i see people getting like hey what if i get a novix what what model do i get right and i see like people going well i like this one and then i like this i just it was curious to there's see. just a, a multiple a multitude of um of answers for that because you know like i said younger the younger generation prefers that lighter stand yeah because you know they want to be a little more mobile mm-hmm. hell even though it's only you know two and a half pound difference but yeah. psychologically, you know, you're thinking, man, this this stands only nine point two pounds. You know, that stands eleven and a half pounds. In your head, you know, you're thinking that, okay, that two pounds is a lot heavier. But yeah, the distrib- when you're carrying that stand, the distribution on your weight because the way it li- lies is mm-hmm. so flat on your back. Mm-hmm. You know, y- you can't tell that difference. No, yeah. I think I carried that heel the helo in ninety percent of the time I went in the woods this year. Yeah. Really, I think it had some miles on it. Well, let's talk about that then, because I want to break that down. And by the way, I do think if you're on the fence, um, use code WCB22, probably 23. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll actually, uh, um, the marketing department will be getting your new codes for you. Cool. Awesome. So hear that, everybody. Pay attention. You're doing a good job. Um, (laughs) You know, I I feel like I end up in conversations with with people in the ass, like through Instagram. They always end up going Echo, Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay... The weight difference isn't that much. How big a guy are you? Okay, how concerning is a big platform to a smaller platform to you? Well, I like comfort if I'm going to sit a long time. Well, then go with the Echo. Yep. Right. So, you know, so you kind of feel people out. Like when I got buddies, te- you know, text me or whatever, like if it's obviously a bigger guy, I'm going to lean towards the Echo because he's a bigger guy. Right. But I'm like, okay, do you move around a lot? Do you set a stay and leave it there all summer, like, or in all fall? Or, you know, you can ask them a boatload of questions that are going to kind of lean you one way or the other. Right. Yeah. It's good to have stand experience to recommend a stand to a guy. Who 100%. Has. Yeah. But like you said, though, filling that customer out, that's, yeah. that is yep. really, really key. Because yeah. usually you'll get a guy that'll say, well, I'm, you know, 70 years old, you know, or I'm I'm 22 and, you know, I'm, I'm young, I'm vibrant. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, go, I go a long ways back, mm-hmm. and, you know, so you're able to in your head say well okay well this particular stand will fit you better than this stand yeah so for sure well let's i want to talk mobile hunting too like eric you know you said you use the hell out of the helo as like mm-hmm. your mobile hunting tool and for the record like i think people box themselves into like what mobile hunting is like they like they get boxed into a frame of like well you're either and we've i've learned this more now than ever and i know austin you've been living this for several years now I think people box themselves in as a mobile hunter as either being a tree stand hunter or being a saddle hunter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, an incorrect way to wrap your head around being a mobile hunter. I think you wrap your head around getting where you need to get in any way you need to get there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whether it is a tree stand, a Neko, a Hilo, a saddle. You know what I mean? So there's multiple ways to tackle it. 
but what application do you need for the job? Right. And there is, there's differences. It might be minimal, but in my opinion, there is differences in what you're trying to do. But um, Eric, you you ran the Hilo. Yep. You did most did most of your sits like a hang and bang hunt. Yep, pretty much. I mean, where Doug and I hunt, it's a very big property, so we're always moving or you know switching middle day. You're switching stands, so it's nice to just pull that one down and you know either go back to the truck or you're moving a couple ridges over or something. You know. <laughs> And that helo is nice and light because, I mean, some of them walks we have in are a mile in the timber. So you want to stay as light as possible. Mm-hmm. Where that That's where that helo came in. So it's nice pack in and pack out every night. Okay, here's what I want to do now hearing that. And I know, Doug, you did. You guys pretty much hunt similar styles, sim, same exact setup. No. I use an Echo because I'm a man. Oh. <laughs> I can so that's carry, where we're drawing this line, huh? <laughs> I can carry two extra pounds. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that's what we're doing. All right, this <laughs> noted. We'll come back to that. Six to use the full length. Full length doubles. Doubles. Yeah, that's a man, man. right there. <laughs> that's a man. Huge that back must have grew back stronger after he fell out of the tree. The, the first heavier time. the bed. <laughs> I like. It. I filled the posts of my sticks. <laughs> the cement with aluminum. Yeah, with lead. What are you rocking for sticks? The full length double steps. You guys have got like two there's pounds no, difference. There's no, there's no confusion there with double sticks, you know? When you're putting your stand up. Yeah, you don't got to do, you don't, don't got to think left or right. A little flip flop. Yep. It's all good. Because I always, I yeah. mess that up every time. Oh. Okay. I think I can calculate it right. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so my first one needs to start here and I get to the top. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I did so this then when wrong. you climb down, you got to switch them all back. <laughs> okay. So your foot. that yep. being said, you guys mobile hunted a shit ton. I mobile hunted a shit ton. I know, Austin, you have this year as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the big time boys. After this season, just got going with it. I mean, the the more me and Frank got together and started hunting together. Yeah, you guys more... are little lovebirds. <clears throat> Talk about this here in yeah. a minute. Little lovebirds. Yeah, that's a secret, man. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing, though, isn't it? To like get into the mobile hunting game, dude. We've had a ball. Yeah. I mean, the the buck that we were after on the front field. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about stress, setting the Novik stand for Frank because he's going to be there in an hour. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm gonna get it up for you. Don't worry about it. I'm like. It's going to be wrong. Is everything perfect? Yeah. Is, it, is it adjusted? Is it level? Hanging a tree stand for a guy that works for a tree stand yeah. company. The worst idea you've ever had. He comes had. in, he gets up, and he's like, dude, this is perfect, bro. And I'm just walking out of the food pot like, yep. yep. I, I, guess I was just the food pot guy this. before. I know. I know. I know. I know it's good. Okay, so here's the one thing. Since we're all in the mobile hunting game now, what kind of mobile? We'll start with Eric. What kind of mobile hunter are you? So you have your guys. Let me give you a couple examples, and then you can kind of play off. Guy A, the internet guy. He's either a saddle hunter or he's a tree stand hunter, and there's no swinging in between, and he's got his paracord, and everything is stacked pretty and wrapped up tight, and all the straps and buckles are where they're supposed to be, and when he walks through, nothing clanks, and he's just got his process down, and he just thinks about how he's getting up that tree, and he practices in the off-season. There's that guy. Okay. There's mobile hunter B, who's like, I... Just have my setup, my equipment's good. I'm getting it from point A to point B so I can get up and be hunting. And then there's saddle type saddle type guy, mobile hunter guy, C, who just doesn't have a fucking clue anywhere and he's just going for it, it don't matter. <laughs> Are you A, B, or C? Are you organized, disorganized but effective, or C just a mess? I'm kind of mixed between A and A and B. Okay. So I want to get in there, I want to get hunting. But like when I set up when I set up my tree stand, like everything's nice and tight. 
Like, I'm not, I'm making sure none of the sticks are loose. Like, when you stack it on your back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if you're mile, going a mile in, you don't want to stop every fucking 10 seconds and adjust something, you know? Yeah. Okay. And the biggest one, game changer I had this year, I've been using the quiver, the stick quiver. I'm a big fan of that. Because I throw my, I hook my backpack on, like, the the platform part that goes against the tree, mm-hmm. the V part. Yep. So I wrap my straps around that. Mm-hmm. But when you stack the sticks, it sends that backpack out oh, so much farther. Yeah. Like a you know, you, turtle. You feel like you're walking, you're about to fall over. I'm not a very big guy. So that when you use that uh, quiver, it actually sucks that bag in closer to you so you don't have that. Right, you have a, lo- a lower profile. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Exactly. Okay. And also, you know, when that, when the, you know, a lot of, well, not a lot, but, you know, sometimes that stick quiver will chip or crack or something. And all you do is give us a call. We'll send you another one right out right away, man. I'm a big fan of that stick yeah. quiver. It's, it's, yeah, that yeah. stick quiver, man, keeps that low profile. Again, that helps with the, you know the weight on your back being a little more level mm-hmm. instead of pulling you like you said pulling you back. Yep. You know yeah. you're you're a little more stern and erect. I tell I see a, a big difference. You know when you got to drop down on a creek and come back up the other side. You know with <laughs> that fucking backpack hanging, especially late season. You know because you got all that shit on. I got very minimal clothes on because I'm going to be sweating my dick off walking in. So they're all in my pack. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. pack if you like weighs forty six pounds. And then you got it hanging out four feet. I got a product idea. I just thought of. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Oh, we got to talk after. The, remind me. I'll forget because I'm drinking. But I got. I think it's a pretty good idea. Write that down. So yeah, I'm a okay. mix between A and B thing. I'm. I want to get there and get hung up. And okay. Then, but my stand is tip top shape when I walk in. Oh. Okay. I like that. So you're a. You're between A and B. Yep. You're an A minus. <laughs> B plus. Hundred percent. I am. 80% B, if you want to know the truth. Like, I, I go in like the type A guy on the first hanging bang. If I'm like, all right, I got to move. All my sticks are coming down. All the straps are in my pack. I'll have I'll keep one, stack the sticks. I'm carrying the sticks, stands on my back, got my bow, and I'm running to where I want to go, and I'm back up that tree, and I'm hunting. Time to actually organize everything and get it all pretty and buttoned up so I can post a picture of it on social. Not fucking happening. I'm getting from where I was to where I want to be as fast as fucking possible, and I'm getting there right now, and it's just not the prettiest, but I'm hunting more than the other guy. I'm hunting more than the YouTube mobile hunter guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. No disrespect to that guy. I wish I had the, uh, what's the word? Discipline. Everything's got to be, no, everything's got to be neat and tidy and organized, organized, you know, tedious. I'm not that guy. I'm ram- I'm kind of rammy with my mobile game. I'm I'm, I'm right there I'm with like, you, buddy. I'm rammy too, but like I'm having them stick. Like if I'm moving, like same doing all day sit. You're smart. Where I'm going from this tree to another tree. I'm so I'm not gonna make it look nice and pretty like I would carrying I out the truck. You know I'm not fucking Dude, carrying s- two sticks underneath each arm. Got trying to juggle my bow because then that just turned into a clusterfuck. You're smarter than me. And I'm the way I am as the same reason why my wife gets frustrated with me when we're trying to pack the kids up to do something. Because I'm like, just let's get them in the fucking car and go. Oh, we're, that's how I am at home. But with okay. my hunting shit, this is a different story. I'm like that all the time. You know? What are you, Doug? You an A, B, or C guy? Uh, 100% B. Doug's just a shit you show. Are. Yeah, all my straps from my bag. And then I'll forget one. So I'm going three sticks high now. And they're tangled up with your hooks? Yeah. I'll tangle with all my <laughs> shit in there. But I'm not that way because I just want to be hunting. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, well, like you, you said, got, you guys, my Novik's as a whole. I mean, maybe you're cringing a little bit, Frank, hearing us say that, but that's the reality. We're still yeah. using the stand. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, fuck! Imagine doing it with the big beagle stands. <laughs> Leave that dog in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are you? What are you, Frank? Are you an A, B, or C guy, nah, bro? I I get to a place and I chill, man. So I guess I'm kind of more of a B, C type of guy. I got gotcha. you. You know, I, I. But when you move to mobile hunts, you got to move one spot to another. Are you buttoned up and clean? Or are you just no, getting no, no, that? no, no? I just get there, bro. Yeah, yeah dude, Frank there. works there. He probably I, doesn't have to. He, just, he probably just opens a new one out of the box. Just some hang to rot. Somebody will find it someday. The box in the to the stand. Yeah, I've got. Together, set up before I leave. Like, because I hunt. If I'm not hunting somewhere else, I'm you know hunting a lot of public land. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I'm I'm using a a Hilo, and I, I mean, I, I this year I've been using uh, the 32 inch um, single steps. Mm-hmm. And so and you know, once I get up there, bro, I'm I'm just chilling. Yeah. And if I see something, you know, way off. Maybe tomorrow I may take my ass down there and yeah. you know see if it, see if it comes my way. But other than that, man, you know your boy is like fuck that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. I love the honesty, Austin. Where are you at on it? Which what type of mobile hunter are you? I, I'm definitely a B. Yeah, I've got all my all my straps, my hooks, my bow rope, all that's thrown in my pack. I strap my bow on my pack. I carry a stand in one hand, sticks in the other. Now I'm running. Uh, I bring a I bring a stack of four mini doubles, and I don't use the uh, what do you call it? No, not the aiders. The the little plastic piece where you clip quiver. All, yeah the quiver. I haven't been using the quiver. I just interlock them and then put the little buckle around so everything's nice and tight and quiet, light, fast. And I carry that in one hand, stand in the other. I'm up that tree and back down as fast and as quiet as I can be. The buckle strap is the move. Yeah, 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 definitely for sure. Yeah, I gotta have that. And Joe, you're just getting into the game. Yeah, I'd say almost. Nick, what about you? And I tell you what, I'm just. Uh... Sorry, Joe, I cut you off with that. You really did. Nick, and he's kind of like off. Like I wish somebody had asked me a question, then I was like, God, oh, Nick, how are you feeling, bud? <laughs> I'm just jealous, honestly. So, like, uh, I don't know what 2010 would have been right, real start in the industry, and I started out as a cameraman. And do you know how much I would have loved? A nine-pound stand. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, here I am trying to impress these people. Trying to hang a big beagle up oh, there yeah. for two guys, yeah. Well, and, I mean, nine times out of ten, you go to an outfitter or their place, and they're like, oh, you know. They don't There's only anything. one stand. There's only one stand. So the cameraman has to carry all of his stuff and the stand, you know. So I'm, here I am, and I'm trying to be the tough guy, you know. I'm like, you know, gorillas. You know, remember the gorilla stands? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and it. You know, you're like, he's like, hey. We'll call him Big Monkey. Like, we're calling the other one Big Beagle. <laughs> and, and he's just all like, hey, you got it? You got it? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. My arms are shaking like no other. They're you're burning. Sweating. Just burning. You're sweating. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. So, yeah, every time I see a, you know, a nine-pound stand, I'm like, yeah, that would have been nice 10 years ago. You know? And, and I feel like the you old You resent Novix because of it? <laughs> I feel like the old Where were you sooner? <laughs> I, I do. I mean, I'm you know, me and Joe are 40, right? You're yes, 40? Yeah. yeah. And... 
Sorry, that, oh. I didn't mean to hit that button. Oops. So we feel like the old guys other than Frank Sorry. over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but Frank's I mean, young, man. In the hunting industry, I mean, you grow so much in two years. Everything yeah. Comes, it's crazy. Yeah. You know? And to have a nine pound, I mean, someone's like, oh, there was a nine pound stand back then. I was like, well, I couldn't afford it, you know? Yeah, or you just didn't know about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so, funny, man. But yeah, and when I hear about that and the mold, you know, you know, our our farm now, we're 15 years into it. I know exactly where every doe on the property walks out. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but but when you we, never know. When we go somewhere, right? you know, it's, you know, it is the, it is definitely nice to have something. Tommy, okay. Nice and mobile. Joe, back, I want to hear what you were going to say before I rudely <laughs> fucking No, just keep going. Just, yeah. keep going. No, just B minus. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> just a B minus. B minus, right? Well, that's fair for being new to the mobile game. What do you think? Well, first of all, was my breakdown of A, B, and C type mobile hunter accurate? Like, I'm probably missing. I'm nope, generalizing. Nobody wants to admit that they're a C, but 80% of the time, we're probably all a C. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, and we're just kind of going in there and winging <laughs> just it. winging it. Yeah. But, all right, yeah. here, here's what I want to ask then, too, like the table collectively, and anybody that wants to answer. What do you think listeners would, would have expected us to be? You know what I mean? C's. C's. C's, you really think so? I really 100%. thought I would have said A's, A-type mobile hunter, because I feel like when you watch mobile hunters on YouTube, they're these dudes that got paracord wrapped around the front of their fucking stands, and they got loops of all this done and 3D-printed hooks on their fucking hip. and The hardcore mobile hunter is an interesting group of cats because everybody's got a unique system, and everybody thinks it's the best system. So, yeah. And I've got friends that have—I mean, I've got five buddies that are Nothing all wrong with any hardcore of mobile record. hunters. It's awesome to see like how they've got their system perfected. But for me, I just don't take a lot of interest in that. I'd rather spend my time shooting my bow and— throw my fucking straps in the backpack and go in and hunt. But it's cool to see a guy that's got a system really dialed in. It makes me interested in it. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> you can totally tell an A, B, or C guy by his truck. Just go through his truck and, and literally go, yeah, you're a C. How many Casey's <laughs> Pizza triangles are in the floorboard? That guy's like, a C. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing, though. Do not me, look in my truck. Let don't me my, ask you, don't this, mind that. this is going to piss some people off, and I don't mean anything by it. Better be pissed on. Hey. You said it, man. I'm with you, brother. What type of mobile hunter kills the most deer? The most or the biggest? We'll go biggest. Kills the the better quality of deer. A, B, or C? B. B. I'll go B. I'd have to agree with that. Right? The dude that's too buttoned up. What do you think, Frank? You never answered. You yeah, got to play Frank, neutral on this. B, bro. <laughs> <laughs> said B. I'm with you, man. You just agreed with the group, Frank. You went too late. So, safe way to play it. Also, being from a company. Um, <laughs> I just think the A guys, we just made our own categories of mobile hunter. It's like the LGBTQ fucking mobile hunting gang. Throw a couple more letters in there. Elemental P. <laughs> yeah, you got the Q guys. They're all fucking... Doing whatever they do, you know. But uh, <laughs> the A guys are too buttoned up and concerned with being tidy and equipment. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't either. I, I, it's just but, not me. Yes, it's not I, me either. I don't. I can't. When I get down at the end of the night, I don't want to turn my headlight on to organize all my shit. I just want to take it, throw it in the pack, and get the fuck out. I'm with you. Yeah. But a, I think it's good that a lot of guys can stay that organized. It's just not my personality. I ain't got that time. Let me give an example of why I'm not that guy. And I might be missing 
I might be, I don't know. I'm going to probably expose some of my own faults here. I'm okay with that, though. I'm just doing what I do, you know? So I got, I was getting on a really big buck. He ended up, I tagged out for getting back on this buck. I kind of lost him for a little bit. But I was on this buck hot, and I kind of kept, I kept the crew on the game plan on this buck. And uh, I went in, took the mini sticks, um, and first time really using them in a hunting situation. I'm like, okay, I want to just go lighter. So I had to walk through a lot of standing corn to get to this spot, which sucks anyway. So what I did, I used the little buckle strap on the sticks, carried that and my bow, and had to stand on my back. Because I was going through standing corn. I wanted to just have less shit on my back because I had to go through the... You know, you go with the rows or against the rows. Yeah. Well, I had to go against the rows for way too long. Bad planning on my part because of the way the field, it's awkward shape of the field, right? So I'm going through the rows instead of with them for way longer than I wanted. <laughs> Which always sucks. And it's hot as fuck because it's like early October here. I'm trying to make a move on an early October big buck, you know? Finally get through after like sweating my dick off. So I get in, and once I get to my stand, I know that buck is probably bedded pretty fucking close and instead of dick bagging around with all my gear and like tying knots and paragord and posting pictures on instagram reels <laughs> or stories i just unbuckled everything and fucking just got up the tree as messy as i could to get in there and get my bow hung and hunt and the buck was bedded like 50 yards from me i heard him sneezing like you know how they kind of <laughs> yeah remember that text i was yeah. messing the group i was like dude there's a deer sneezing and i can't figure out where he's at when he got up it was the buck i was hunting and um, never end up getting a shot, but Got the I feel like if I would have took more time to fuck around and make sure everything was perfect, I might have done it quieter. But I feel like I just got in fast and kind of rammy but effective and pulled it off. Now, there's a big argument in there for the guy that is tidy to be like, well, you could have got in and maybe he would have came by you, maybe, but I don't think he knew I was there. Because if he would have known I was there, he wouldn't have stayed bedded and got True. up and still moved <clears throat> naturally. See, that's where I'm, like, in between A and B, because when it's on my stand, it's organized. But, like, going up the tree, don't give a fuck. As long as I get up there and it looks like a shit mess, that's fine. Right. As long as I get up there. That's a big question. Do you see that question a lot? Like, how do you guys climb the tree in one shot? Everyone wants to go up one time. Yeah, they want to know how how do we get our sticks up and how do we get the stand up, you know, all on one, you know, with one One climb. Yeah. And so, you know, we have this thing called a stick caddy, too. And you can put all four sticks on this caddy. You'll have your your stand on your back. Okay, you've already got your first step on your tree. Mm-hmm. So you've got this caddy. So that's your other three sticks as you're going up. You just take one off, go around the tree, tighten it up, go back up. And then you've got your, your, um, your stand on your back with your backpack straps. Take that off. I mean, you're, you're up there and, and, you know, one one up, one up, and you're already there, bro. So... Where the fuck's the stick caddy at? I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. It's not under the accessories. That's what I'm under, Frank. That's what I'm under, stick Frank. caddy. Not on there. I didn't know about a stick caddy. I didn't either. Oh, fudge. I, 
I know we got this a stick new. yet. They bro. haven't released it yet, and Frank just let it. Dang, just you dropped a bomb on us, Frank. Nuke us? Nuke us? Here, let me make a phone call right quick. <laughs> Jeez. Get IT on the phone. Okay, man. My bad, bro. It's all good. I, I know we have one. But there's a climbing stick quiver right there, and the footrest. I don't, I don't use the footrest. But one thing we want to get either. to is the Camoflex systems. I've, I've, we've never talked about Camoflex on this podcast. I don't think. Right. But um, anyway, uh, but what I do, I don't always go up in one shot. I never do. I, I don't either. either. What I do, I hang my first two sticks. I hang the first one because it's right there, mm-hmm. and I hang it as high as I can, mm-hmm. work comfortably. Depends on what season, what I'm wearing. And then I climb up, hang the second stick. Then I'll take the third and fourth and then the stand on my back and yep. hang it that way. And then what I do, I just loop it in your lineman belt loops on my harness. Mm-hmm. I'll turn that, uh, oh, geez, what helped me out? That touches the tree, the bracket your, that touches your, the tree. Your um, the uh, pivoting bracket. Yep. I'll yep. put those sideways in the loops on my lineman's rope on my harness mm-hmm. and climb up and then pull one out, the strap. And I just leave the strap hanging from it, mm-hmm. so the heavy side's down, so it doesn't fall off. That's how I hang it. So yeah, that's, that's pretty, how I've always done it. Cool, yeah. yeah. It doesn't It'll take. Work. I mean, that you much more find time. Your, your own, your own, now, your own system. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're saving that much time doing it on one. No, not really. Well, you, you ever seen the guys do one stick? I mean, but who? I've got a buddy that does it. It's actually pretty cool to watch. <laughs> it's cool as fuck. He but looks I'm like super. I'm like, it looks dude, like I Spider Man descending just as fast. Yeah, hanging four. Yeah, I get you're carrying less. Yeah, you are. You're staying lighter. It's a cool system. But yeah, watch. I don't think I've ever down. seen it. The one stick system. Uh-uh. It's pretty wild. They just use one stick. That's it. Yeah, yep. it's cool. Let me and then they tie it. They tie a knot up in the top, so when they descend, they can just pull on it, and it, the whole rope comes down after they're out. What? Yeah, you use like I think you actually use like two ropes. You use one to like untie the knot, and then the whole rope system comes down after they repel. That's pretty sweet. Okay, I wonder we're not on YouTube with this. I've I've got one of my hunters has been hunting with me for four or five years, and he's very well versed in the system and is extremely effective with it. But I, I love that all these one stick videos are like thirty minutes long. And they're like, 20. I'm going to show you how to one stick really fast. Watch me climb this tree in 30 minutes. <laughs> and they're like 20 years old. Look at these guys. They're athletes. Well, yeah, they're all studs. Okay, we're going to watch an unnamed video um, from an attractive young man. Um, <laughs> giving him credit. Okay, let's see how he's doing. So he's what got an aider with a bunch of steps on it pretty much. Yeah, that's dumb. Which is cool. I think it's cool. Nope. I don't like it. <laughs> Doug's, now Doug's being the dicey guy all of a sudden. Gay. Okay. <laughs> I say a couple things about LGBTQZ, and Doug gets gives me weird looks, <laughs> offending his girlfriends. I mean, seriously, what the heck is? See, I'm not a hater though, man. I am a hater, probably, but I'm not a hater. I kind of, I kind of get this. We're all into the game enough, like it's interesting to just see the way other guys do it. What do you think, Frank? Of like that setup? See, he made that look pretty good. So he's got like a mini climbing stick with like an aider with four steps yeah, on it. Yeah, like a double or triple aider. And then he's got a... Like those, the, those, you know, when, when you're using that aider, it, it'll slide left to right. Dude, I have one. So I like them, but I don't love them. You know? What about when you're coming down? I don't like them. I don't really see down. the need for them. Like I run, of course, I'm a monkey. I stretch out, but four yeah. minis will get me 20 foot if I want to get 20 foot with four minis. Here's my, I'll be, all right, I'll tell you, in a tree stand, I don't feel like I need to be as high up. I'm not as good as hanging in a saddle, 
I feel like I need to be another 10 foot above what I am in a stand in a saddle. I oh, like really? being higher in a saddle than I like being in a tree stand. I feel like I'm like kind of like, look at me in a saddle. You move around a little bit. I more. move around a little more, but I feel like I'm sticking off the tree and it's easier to get skylit if you don't have a good backdrop. And sometimes you got to go for the tree that works. Not every tree yeah. is going to have what you need. Just depends on how high that Y is. Look at, okay, so he pulled I'm not going to lie. This seems like a clusterfuck. Yeah, what a bit of faster just to have two of those. So things. he's climbing while well, hanging he's explaining in a saddle. While he's hanging. Yeah, I don't want to play the audio. One, we can't. But um, so he's in a saddle though, doing this. But you could do this with a lineman's rope, I'm sure, right? Yeah, you can do this if you're a rock climber in the summer. Look at this dude. It's pretty Speaking impressive. Of, Speaking of these Group A guys, it's funny to watch like how this is a Group A guy, right? Yeah. Here. So how they engineer things and like fiddle with things and fine tune them. Mm. So my, I've got several buddies that are Group As, and my one buddy that's a one sticker that's a Group A. He's got um, what's the uh, the heater body suit? He's got a heater. They're from North, so it gets colder up there. Does he kill big deer? He does. Wow. He's got a heater bodysuit that's fabricated for a saddle. So he'll go up with a one-stick method and a heater, heater bodysuit on his back, get into his heater bodysuit with the saddle, and sit there all day. It's pretty wild. Really? Yeah. He, he does kill big deer. He's killed some good ones. He's also a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, hey, can you look this guy up on your Instagram, Doug, without saying his name and see if this guy kills any deer? I like his video. It's done well. I just don't want to offend him and like say something good or bad, and so I'm just not going to say his name. You're five minutes in, and he's only ten foot off the ground. Okay, well I know. All right, yeah. All right let's get it. <laughs> right, I know. He's talking. I'm trying to be nice. I get it though. He's he's showing. Oh, here you go. He's going down. I'm just trying to get Frank to sell more sticks. <laughs> go back so I can see his logo. Um, right there in the corner, the right hand corner. Looks like a book. Did he, did no, he, wrong one. Right did here. he change it? Yeah. Dude wears way too much Patagonia, guaranteed. Yeah, a lot of Columbia jackets. <laughs> this is cool, though. I mean, REI for life. I don't know. I think I'd rather be just be Rammy and get up a tree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. I get... See, the rappelling is pretty rad. That's cool. I told you he... Rock climbs in the summer, guaranteed. Some guy just died doing that at a park here in um in Illinois. What was it? In Illinois? Maybe not Illinois. Did you see that? The guy was like playing with his mobile gear like that, and he got hung up in it, like wrapped himself up and died. Hmm. Oh, too much. Pain. Wait, how does he get the rope down? Yeah, what does he? How does that work, Austin? The rope thing. I think they have like a twin set of ropes, and one releases the way they have it hooked up top, and the other one's the one they actually use to go up and down. You have a hard time finding this guy? I'm probably totally wrong. Yeah. But that's I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. That's a no for me, dog. A tree. I'm like, have you guys seen my grizzly box blind? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got some deer. He's killed some deer. Yeah. He's in a different area, so he's not killing like Midwestern bucks, you know, but he's killing deer. Interesting. Okay. Frank, what do you think about all that? Hot takes? Uh, nah, uh, just get up there. Yeah, just get up there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do your just thing, get up but there, man. <clears throat> do you feel like when we say that, there's guys that are like agree? What do you think the majority of listeners are? are they agreeing with us, or do you think they're kind of like, yeah, you guys are being dicks? Like, what do you think the? I think majority are agreeing with us. Yeah, I'd say yeah, the vast majority would. You think you'll have to post this episode to the uh, Mobile Hunters group on Facebook? It'll just get 
destroyed. Oh, so I'm not doing that. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else wants to do that. Go ahead and do it. But that's that's like willingly arguing about crossbows on the internet. You know what I mean? Like those guys are very adamant about. It might be Their worse system. than the crossbow thing. Oh, dude. And, and half of them are just turds that haven't shot a buck over 100. <laughs> they're just pissed about it. But and you then, can blame that on public land, though, right? Well, Michigan. <laughs> they're just turds. That's all about they need. <laughs> why, why? Michigan. Michigan. It's like, well, okay. Well, oh, I had high hopes for Michigan. you. It's, it's almost. It's like arguing with the cast of The View. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to win. They just don't want to be challenged. Yeah. You know? And. and I'm just I'm I'm becoming on one as we continue this episode. Like I'm just digging. As the, as I'm the just, young kids would say, just digging up hot topics, man. I, I think it's interesting though. I think everybody wants to hear this. Okay, you want me to go continue? I'll tell you this: I've seen 13 pages of threads talking shit about me and mobile hunting forums, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Because all the dudes that are hating. Are spending more time making YouTube videos about how to mobile hunt. Yeah, you know what? Proof's in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding, man. When it comes down to it, like find the setup you like and just get it. Yeah. Well, that, that, that <laughs> is what I mean. If it works, it works. Because like there's thousand percent error. There's times where like I've hung or I've sat in Doug's stand. I'm like, what in the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> Eric, can, can you do me a big favor? Yeah. Look at that camera and just give me one single hard message to mobile hunting, just like you just did. <laughs> at the camera? At the camera. I want you to stare at the camera. I mean, like, in all real... Oh, I fucked it up. Do it again. <laughs> Try again. Take, Try two. Take a drink. <laughs> Take two. Okay. Let's be honest. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? Find a setup that you like and just fucking do it. And just get in a freaking tree. That's right. Man. Yeah. As a matter of fact, since you said that, uh, you know, go to um, Novix Outdoors and we do have... Some shirts that says, get in the damn tree. There you go. I you like guys that. don't. That's a great shirt. Yeah. If not, we're stealing that and we're putting on a t-shirt. Just get yeah. it. Hang and bang, baby. However you get there, hang it, hang it and bang it. That's right. right. Like I said, I've, I've sat in his stands, other people's stands, you know. It's not how I would set it up. It's how they like it. But hey. I like, I move some shit but around a little bit. you kill deer out of it. So. I mean, do you think it's a generation thing? So, like, I go back to my dad. And I'll get in a stand that my dad set up. I'm like, what in the absolute fuck did he do here? Yeah. Like, it's crooked. He's like, oh, it's good enough. We're the same generation. Right. What, right. what about <laughs> this? I mean, he's just, he's just like, yeah, I used to hunt from a limb, you know? I'm like, well, you used to push two by four up there and, yeah, and shim it up, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's the cool, railroad nails. This, this, that, you know, like you said about the notches, like, look what this does. Look how easy it was. Yeah. They just don't do it. You know, and then talk, I'm, talk I'm more like the in mic. the middle. Yeah. I'm kind of in the in the middle, you know, and I'm like, ah, that's good enough. You know, I'm going to be up here for, you know, two hours, four hours. In the yeah, day, yeah. You know, so, you know, if it's a mobile setup, you're not out there for hours on end. Right. Weeks on end. You know, it's. Well, let me ask. This I is sleep the, in my tree. Here's the next topic talking about some of the old timers, like early mobile game. Frank, I'm not calling you old man, but I think you can throw back to this. <laughs> Climbers. Climbers, big time, bro. Yeah. That was mobile. That was mobile all day. Carrying 75 pounds in, bro. Dude, <laughs> Papa Dave, my old man, <laughs> uphill boat killed plays. a lot right. of deer out of climbers. A yep. lot. Yeah. Still a lot of guys that love those. The My dad's climber, It's someone's probably stole it by now, but I want. I asked him, I was like, hey, where did you, where's the, the climber that you killed the gyre buck out of? 
he left it on public land in Wisconsin. We lived up there for a while. He just left it and fucking never went back for it. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get back there, and then he ended up having he moved back to Illinois, and like in between all the just being busy in life, he never got to go back and get that climber. Mm. And it's just an old school fucking climber. It was an old, old, old River's Edge climber he bought for 40 bucks on sale at Walmart back in the day. So someone has either got it or it's still up around the Racine, Wisconsin area. If anybody hunts some public land out there and has found an old school, like, camo duct taped out River's Edge climber, please fucking reach out to me. I would love to have that. Someone's got it. I will say I've never hunted out of a climber. I have one time I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I've never done that either. Frank, did you hunt out of them a lot? Yeah, I've cut. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know, in the past, you know, current. Um, I mean, I haven't hunted out of one in the past two years now. But yeah, um, yeah, I used to hunt out of a climber as well. Really? Yeah. I, what about you guys, Austin? You ever? I watched my cousin slide about fifteen feet straight down a tree in one one time, and after he shit himself, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going to stay away from those. <laughs> That's a no for me. It's not dog. for me. But That's you hilarious. know, when you're hunting public land. You know, I mean, it's such an easy, quicker, True. quick setup, too. You think it's Back, quicker than doing no, no, a hang? No, hunt? not not. You know, th- nowadays though, the, the you know the 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 uh, lock on, you know that that quick hang up setup, it's totally. You know, it's it's a it's a different game change now, bro. Okay, one other thing too, and then I I got some questions for you. I want to dive into Frank a little more. I'm on one right now. I'm the history of Frank. Oh, I'm becoming, I gotta go oh. get another bourbon. Okay, hold on, real quick, free leave. I'm gonna start with you first. Lock on or hang on. Lock on. Wow. What year were you born? 83. Okay. Joe, lock on or hang on? Hang on. Lock on or hang on? I'm lock on. What year were you born? 83. Eric, lock on or hang on? Hang on. I'm hang on. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. You said I, lock on, I, though. I'm a hang on, lock on, whatever, bro. Don't ask, <laughs> don't ask my hey, fucking, remember what I just said? Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? I use an equal blend of both of them, but I've got, I mean, I hunt on a 15 lock ons, but my mobile setup is 50 to 70% of my sets. So, so you call I'm, it a mobile? I'm calling a hang on, a hang on. Yeah, a stand that I, I'm calling out like a permanent stand that's setting in one location. That's a lock on. Yeah, lo- lock on. I've got a lot of lock ons, oh. but my mobile setup makes up half or more of my set. So I'm both. Like, so you a hang on to something you move, a lock on to something that stays. Right. Okay. You got a lock on. You didn't define stays, that. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know that that was different. What, what do you? A... What do you think? Of, I mean, what would you define it as? Everything that I'm hanging on the tree is a hang on. Lock on, I thought it was just like an older school, like a, a generation just before us term. Like, oh, I see. So same stand, just different term. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like see what, what you're saying. Yeah. I thought lock on yeah. was the old ones with the chain. You know, you're that's fucking, what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get like, hit with a lock chain coming around the other side. Yeah, when I go potato, potato. When I hear lock on, I think of a permanent stand that you're ratchet strapping in and it's staying there for the rest of its life. Okay, I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay, that makes. I just call that permanent, but. Okay, I, I, that makes sense. Sorry, I asked. Just trying to make <laughs> no, sure it's cool. interesting conversation. You're becoming on one. So. I'm, I'm becoming on one. My apologies, <laughs> Frank. How the hell did you get in the industry? We talked about this a little bit on the last podcast you guys were in. You told some some stories about getting into hunting, but like, what got you into the industry? Oh well, um, when I was coming out of um, you know some some, some personal things, yeah. Um, I, uh, a, a friend of mine turned me on to uh, Don, Dan Fitzgerald and, you know, I'm, I'm a hyper type of dude anyways. Yeah. 
And I was like, God dang, who is that dude, man? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I I started watching his videos, and um, I saw he was going to be over at the um, the uh, Peoria Deer Show, mm-hmm. and um, got over there. And I remember I almost tackled him, and we tripped over a table. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, man, and he says, you're going to go hunting with me one day. I don't know you, but you're going hunting with me. And I ended up, yeah, I ended up, you know, being one of those, go on, Dan, one of those guys. And um, it wasn't soon after that. He was um, with um, um, uh, Muzzy. Mm -hmm. Muzzy was one of his sponsors. And so I had the opportunity to meet um, a few people within the industry. And then uh, this guy, they were there, I don't know, maybe the next year, and this gentleman named Tim Magnum. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a badass name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> was that a porn name? Or- <laughs> Last name <laughs> Magnum. And, like, you know, damn. Tim was, oh, man, Tim was Magnum. really cool. I mean, we developed a friendship. And um, I remember I went to went to his, uh, to his booth, and um, I was with a bunch of my homies. And uh, he said, hey, Frank, come here, man. I got something for you. You know, I I was thinking maybe, oh, he's going to give me a pack of broadheads. And he had it back in our day. You signed contracts. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, we at Muzzy, blah, 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 you know, would like you to be a part of, you know, their pro staff team. Fuck, bro. I thought I thought I was in the shit then. You know, I really did. I was, I felt honored. And, yeah. and you know, that's, yeah, that was my start. And then from there went to, um, um, PSC, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I was with them for a, a, a long, you know, a long time. And I, you know, bounced around from here and here to there, you know, just having fun. And then yeah. um, I got, got an opportunity to uh, help co-host um, Muzzy Bat to the Bone TV. Yeah. Which was, you know, that was pretty cool. And um, after that, you know, I, I met Jeff and uh, been with Jeff. <laughs> Ever since, you know, so for badass. 15 years or so. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? That is awesome, man. So I, I'm just, you know, thankful that uh, I get to meet great people like yourselves, man. You know, make cool. me get all fucking emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Much respect, you know, man. You've been in the game a long time. Yeah, yeah it is. That's yeah, awesome, man. Yeah. I, I've, I've got a bunch of, you know, bunch of friends. And I tell you, you know, you guys, like when you look at guys my age, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I am one of those older cats, but. You know, people always say, well, how do you stay? But it's because I surround myself with you young, energetic, fun guys, man, mm-hmm. that that allow me to have fun and be myself. So That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where where I'm at, bro. I love it. You know? Yeah. It's cool, man. Like, that's the beautiful thing about this industry is, like, we get to work with people in this game that's like, like Joe. We met Joe, and it's like, we're, we're buddies with Joe, but we're also, we work together. It's pretty rad. It's just like meeting you and getting so close with you, Frank and Jeff and the boys at Novix. It's like we get to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where else can you do that yeah. and just be like and have you know doing shit like this and the trade show stuff? And you know, I'm sure other industries do trade shows, right? right. But what do you at a landscaping trade show? How much fun are you having there? You could talk about bricks all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In, in a testament, <laughs> argue about mulch. <laughs> like to you guys with your partners. Me and Frank met each other through you guys. Because we have yeah. our booths together all the time. We're sorry. Yeah. 
<laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, Frank. I don't know who that's for. But, but we get to talking. Probably more I mean, for Frank. <laughs> Frank's less than an hour away from me. I'm like, dude, come over and start hunting. I don't have anybody on the farm. We couldn't get a hold of Kurt's agent this year. Y'all give me a fucking <laughs> to, to get him to get him over to hunt. I'm like, Frank, it's all yours, man. He's a busy guy. And, yeah, give yeah. me a break. Your <laughs> and then, man, we we hit it off. And yeah, we talk like every day. Every day, yeah. Doug, I never got a call from Joe. Did you? Yeah, it's weird. Pretty sure you guys are still working on doing this whole chip bet to go fucking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So like, still could have got a call. If 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 Joe and I, you know, we were talking, but don't let Kurt call. Frank, hold on for a minute. Oh, yeah. Hey, buddy, what's I gotta up? Go. Kurt, <laughs> yeah. Kurt's gone. I don't know when he's going to talk to me again. I got to go, man. Don't. Okay, I will say, all right, my bad, right? <laughs> I became the dude that always answered phone calls and always answered texts, and I will say this year I did become the motherfucker that misses calls and doesn't text back, and I'm sorry. You're becoming the Bobby Lee. I'm Bobby Lee. Yeah, he's known for that. Oh, like, really? On their podcast, they say all the time. I'm trying so hard not to be that guy. But I'm becoming that guy, and I apologize. It, it's to everybody. tough. To, I mean, you're also a family man too. I mean, I I get it. It's That's hard. the main thing. Yeah, is having two kids and then not trying to be on my phone at home. So I try to keep all my texts and calls within like normal working hours, and but it's still my homies. Dude, so then pri- I feel bad, you know. I feel privileged. I've called you like twice, hundred percent. Yeah, Next year, and it's like right back. So I don't know about you guys. Damn. So yeah, we're just I'm, I'm, we're not Joe, we're not as important, I guess. <laughs> we're the one writing the check. What the, <laughs> what the hell? So I will maybe, say this. Maybe he feels like he's losing Joe. He's like, I'm gonna butter up Nick a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kurt's great. I don't know what your deal is with him. <laughs> he's gonna make Joe jealous. <laughs> I but I will say like Clint is one of my best friends, but Clint calls me at the worst times and only the worst times. And it's just, it's not his fault. It's just like. It's what Clint does. It's just what Clint does. He just calls me at the worst times where I can't pick up. And then I get a text. Oh, I love you, dad. And you just don't return my calls. And I'm like, God damn it, dude. I, <laughs> you know? So I'm not, I'm that guy, man. I am now. And I, I hate that guy. I'm going to do better. <laughs> That's why we killed a turkey within one hour. Because I didn't know if I had you for two or not. <laughs> Joe called my wife or texted Sam and texted Sam and was like, "Listen, Kurt's gonna come. We're gonna go hunting turkeys. We're gonna kill a turkey, and I'm gonna send him home with a great turkey nugget recipe. And you'll be eating turkey nuggets tonight by 4:30 p.m. And literally, I leave Illinois at fucking 4:30 a.m. or eat, well, I don't know what time it was. Early, I passed my buddy Todd on his way to hunt turkeys on his farm in Illinois." I drive past him, wave, whoop, didn't see me, dark, get to Indiana, you're getting out of a meeting. Yeah. Or no, yeah, you had had a meeting, we went and hunted, killed a turkey, came back. Burger King. I bought you dinner, or lunch at Burger King, you're welcome. And then um, you had to go to a meeting, I went home, cut up, and we ate a turkey that night, just like Joe called it, play by play. Wow. That never happens, by the way. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I also told Frank he'd kill on the third night, and he's been hunting for two months. <laughs> <laughs> he's just milking it. Oh, it's been a great experience. Whiskey Dick. Yeah. You went after Whiskey Dick. Whiskey Dick, yeah. That thing's yeah, still we alive. Had him on, yes. Yeah, we had him on crap. camera twice. He, that deer yeah. has to be 11, dude. Yeah. Have you been staying at the big time place? No, nah, bro. I'm only an hour away. So that's if you've seen the yeah. ghost or not. It's haunted. Doug thinks oh, there's a I'm ghost. Oh, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't stay then. Shit. No, no. Shit! <laughs> Don't I didn't, like I didn't tell him that story yet. 
Oh, Kurt and oh, I could have seen the ghost the one night we stayed there. We wouldn't remember it, though. Did you get drunk enough around ghosts? I just give up. <laughs> I can't hunt this guy. Dude. We just happened to find a handle of freaking captain. We were there. We're like, who's this? And then we end up drinking it all on accident. Did we go to dinner by ourselves? I don't remember. Eric and I came back, just me and him. I'm like, well, I guess we're drinking. We found this bottle in this cabinet. And we're like, hmm, this looks yummy. We stuffed a whole coyote in the uh, big time apartment freezer. I don't know if anyone's supposed to know that or not. That's fine. It's public record now. Full mountain in the studio. It's still there. No, it's full mountain. It's, it's the one in the studio. There. It's the one up there. It's a that's an award winning coyote. That's a monster coyote. Uh, so so that coyote is the one I told you about the stand that we put him in and he, he killed right there on that fence line. Uh huh. We hung that that set right on the field line, that's where he killed that coyote at, though. Oh, nice. And Four. that's where he had whiskey dick at, like, 15 yards. He texts me. He's like, I just couldn't do it, man. Dude, I just couldn't shoot that He dick. came in. What's funny, I sat there that well, – that, that was that afternoon. Well, I think mid-ish day. And I hunted it, and whiskey dick comes in. And, dude, he's just like a tired old dog. That's the best way to describe how he moves, an old, tired dog. Uh-huh. And he's walking through, kind of, like, swaying his head – and he's walking, you know, it's all heavy leaf terrain. You know, it's like oak leaves and right. stuff in there. He's just kicking up leaves. He drags his feet like an old dog. And then I passed him. And the next morning I sit there and it gets daylight. And I just looked at where he walked the afternoon before. You just still see it. Just sloppy. And I'm like, I should have killed that old <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and I, old bitch. But, but nobody's had him in range since that day. Like, he's just a ghost. He'll be on every camera. And you can't get on him. I it's should I should have shot far. that deer. Here's the thing. It's like it's like taking on an 80 year old man and his prime. And you know, after he's passed his prime, though. Yeah, it's like he he had the body of an old 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 mature buck, but he had the rack of like a year and a half year old at the mm-hmm. time. Because when when he the rack he had at that point, I'm not kidding. He might have had brows. Everything else broke off at the main beam. Everything else. So he was brows and main beam. Yeah, but, his, but that's yeah. the way he was for three years. Like he broke everything except for the beams. Because what was that? Two years ago, you did you pass that up? Yeah, it was yeah, two, it was years, two, years, two, two years, years ago. Two years ago. So I, I we thought he was like between eight and ten. Then mm-hmm. he's got to be ten. Yeah, I mean he's got that. His main beam comes out, but there's no. He got bigger though. His body. He's bigger huge, this year. He, he looks like a Brahma bull. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I bet you the someone kills whiskey dick or he dies of old age. Fucking please, um, or something. <laughs> I don't wish suffering on any animal. So hopefully it's quick. Whatever happens, but I bet you you see like five more bucks show up, guaranteed. And and we've got a couple really good eights. I mean, the, yeah. the first night that we sat. Oh yeah. It was amazing that we saw any deer that night because we were laughing so hard. We, we were kind of just doing a just having fun, a, a, a seek out mission of seeing where they're coming. A C class mission, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we're gonna hang tomorrow, but let's sit in this blind tonight and see where, where they're moving because we didn't do a whole lot of work back there this year with the weather and work, yeah, yeah. We just didn't get back there. It, we saw what seventeen deer that night, oh, at least. Man, there was a ton the of deer. Massive there. eight point comes oh, out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And this is right after a squirrel tried Ooh, to attack scraping. Frank. No, oh, he what? he made four <laughs> scrapes over that the story. Field. See, uh, that's that's also the, like what you guys did. That's like part of the camaraderie that gets missed, and like serious bow hunting, which I love my serious bow hunting. When you hunt with your boys, like antelope hunting, that's why it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. But we're like being we're seriously bow hunting for antelope, 
But you're not like with your boys it. when you're seriously whitetail hunting out of hang-ons or, you know, right. or a lock-on. Sorry, my apologies. But um, that's like fun of hunting, right, with your boys. Right. I had a buddy hunt with me tonight, and, like, we were just cutting up the whole time. You know, it's, this time of year, you kind of know when they're going to come out between this time and this time. So we got in there early and, you know, just Hanging sitting out. there shooting the shit, watching videos, laughing our asses off. You know, it was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love shit, it. bro. We, we, yeah. I mean, the first day we just fuck. I mean, we laughed the whole time, bro. It was, yeah. it was, I don't know. It was, it was a genuine friendship, you know? The, the world so. record squirrel. I yeah. Mean, he, he, <laughs> This is a world class pending world record, Indiana record. Gray or fox? It was fox. Yeah, he he was hefty. Hey, his, his nuts yeah. were dragging on the blind as he was walking over the top of it. And I kind of popped it, and he tried to come. You in. hit him in the nuts. Nuts? Well, I tried to. Oh Jesus! Savage. Fat nuts, short dick. <laughs> short dick, fat nuts. My apology. It's big old. It's like the, the bucket shot attacking yeah. you. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, it was what? <laughs> hey, I'm glad he said it. Hey, if you said it, we can say it. I love that. That's so awesome. Hold on. Might not be the first time. No, we had some other guys say it on the podcast once before. So you're good. You're very clean, and that was really funny. We had the. I love it. Is he blushing? He said it's blushing. He said the Doug of all people. <laughs> Doug's like half ginger. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's the best. I love it. Over a simple question. Frank, I love you. <laughs> what did you even ask him? I just forget that. Like a school try attacking you? For the record, Frank's just drinking water. <laughs> God, that was awesome. I love everything about that, Frank. I'm not editing it because it was hilarious. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. The bro. squirrel got him. <laughs> yeah, what's this about you, the squirrel? For everyone listening in podcast land, Frank is a black gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> we have to clarify that. Yeah, they're like, dang, what's a racist? <laughs> nope, Frank is black, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. That's so good. Frank, you're the best. <laughs> My cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man as you were saying what about the squirrel he forgot oh yeah bro <laughs> just forget the squirrel <laughs> fuck forget that squirrel yeah. <laughs> oh man that's amazing oh, 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 well this is cool like I'm glad that working class bone are kind of like brought a relationship between big time and Novix. that's a cool thing and, and even if it doesn't bring a business relationship it brings a friendship between that came from the two partnerships, you know, right. so that's awesome. And, you know, the thing is, you know, we're looking forward to the, the show the show season because, you know, we'll be right next door, all three of us together. So we're this, doing Indianapolis um, last weekend of February. That's Indiana Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. Yep. We'll be at the Iowa Deer Classic. Yep. We will be at the, what's next, Ohio? Ohio. Yep. Ohio Deer Classic, Wisconsin. Illinois Deer Classic. Yep. We're talking about trying to do a party block for Deer Fest in August. Illinois Deer and Beer Fest, end of August. And I think that is going to conclude our whole trade show season. And can I just add this? If if any of your listeners that are down south, because we're trying to expand, you know, our trade show um, 
Circuit. Uh, circuit, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd like to get down south, uh, trying to find, you know, a decent, a decent show down there. So if any of your listeners, um, have a lead or, you know, feel like, you know, it, it would be a good fit for Novix to be there, they could, uh, hit us at info, uh, Nov- info at Novix and just, you know, uh, let us know about a, a show down south. Somewhere. We should do a down south show anywhere sometime. in Florida. I think we should do a Florida. Just set up in a gas station. You'll sell something. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I tell you what, yeah. where I go uh, alligator hunting in Mississippi, those guys are ridiculous. And every one of them hunt. I mean, really? Every one. And they're on the swamps and stuff like that, so it, I think it'd be. No, get closer on that, Mike. I think it'd just be. A, uh, I think it was like the Jack. It was in Jackson, Mississippi, Jackson Outdoor Show or something like that. Really? Yeah. Well, it's the, huge. I'd like to do a southern show. I think we've yeah. never done a southern show, but honestly, like, some of these shows that like even we, if we're unsure about them, if you guys are going to do them or Big Time's going to do them, maybe we could come and just help work the booth with you guys, see what the show's like, and kind of maybe bring like a party to one booth for a show. And then maybe the next year we have a whole party block at that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good way. Like we can, you know, even if we're going to do a show and you guys aren't and you want to check it out, come hang out in our booth. Right. Right. Yep. For some fun. And we can kind of like share. Get our information together. Yeah. yeah, Like marketing, learning, marketing, education there. Cool. Well, I think that's a wrap on this one, boys. That was fun. Oh, man. Great. Thanks for having us, man. We, you know, Novix really appreciates that, bro. Well, we appreciate the partnership, man. We appreciate it. Sure, man. Oh, it's it's great. And all all the other boys at Novix, too. Yeah. 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 They, they, they uh, truly send their, you know, their sincerity about, you know, not being able to be here. Yeah. Um, All the crew is is all, everybody's not feeling well. We got to get the crew over here. Yeah. Yeah. They're dying to get here, man. They are dying to get here. We'll make it happen. And we'll make time for Novix. Okay, wonderful. And can you, um, like, for our um, uh, giveaway, the giveaway is going to be from December 23rd to January 6th. Mm-hmm. So those, um, yeah, and then after January 6th, then after that, we'll be uh, drawing awesome. two recipients. Yeah, and I said, I apologize, I said four giveaways for some reason, but I, I talked about two. I don't know what I did. I, I realized I misspoke as we were going through it again, but uh, we're just rolling through it organically. But, yeah, two badass packages uh for a rifle hunter and a bow hunter with a lot of goodies in there and you get into basically everything you need to be to be effective that's right and you'll have a novix that's right right. a lock on or a hang on (laughs) are you going to be a type a b or c when you win this package eric are you going to submit me no (laughs) damn (laughs) bitch (laughs) bitch (laughs) hey we can't win but we can we can put somebody in for it yeah. Well, would that be wrong of us? We probably shouldn't. We'll just promote it. Maybe we, we'll have, the, it maybe we have the winners on the podcast. Oh, we could do that. That would probably cool. get you guys back in. That would be dope. We'll Throw do that. Little, add that on the bullet point on there. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're doing. Get yeah. them in here. It's like the third prize. They're all pissed. <laughs> They're like, I got that. <laughs> you get a helo if you show up. <laughs> I got to take off work to do what? <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> What's the prize? The fuck is a podcast? <laughs> fuck them guys. I don't give a fuck. Give me the stand. Internet radio sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. You know what to do. Stay calculated. Go shoot your bow. Love you. Peace.
I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.